Coming up on America's 401k show, we are going to dig into some cryptocurrency talk. Is it for, right for you in retirement? Well, I don't know. It's kind of risky. We'll talk about that. We've got our brokers behaving badly and much more on America's 401k show. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is America's 401k show. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, a big studio full of folks today. Of course, America's wealth coach, best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruda. And we have Parker Holland joining us today, a wealth strategist here at Capital Financial. So, again, big full uh, full studio today. Hi, Coach. How are you? Doing great, Steve. How about you? Very, very well, Hope everybody thanks. in the radio land is good. Parker, <laughs> you look like you're doing good over there. you got oh, a yeah. smile on your face, it's fun which to is be good here. to see. He's always smiling. Steve, it's always fun to see a smile, isn't it? It is fun to see a smile. Exactly. I'll, I'll try it, too, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, buying, I ain't buying it, Coach. <laughs> so, uh, so cryptocurrency, crypto. I know, Coach, you have been sort of dabbling in it, I know. But it's also interesting because you give us a perspective that, that not everyone has because it's, I mean, it's a big, scary world out there. Yeah, well, let me, I'll talk a little bit about crypto. Let me first, though, you remember the commercial that was uh, R-O-L, what it came after that? A-I-D-S? Yes. Oh, yeah. Rollates. <laughs> Rollates. Rollates spells what? Relief, Steve. Come on, you didn't watch enough TV. Yeah. Steve. Parker, uh, you probably even knew that. You don't even know the commercial. I was about to say, I can hear the jingle. But it's a Rolaids moment when we talk about crypto. Okay. Let me give you an example. I saw this uh, when I was researching. Now, I've, I've been dabbling a little bit in crypto just because so many people have asked me about crypto. The only way I can earn is with my own money or I'm not really paying attention. Sure. So I put some own money started in May of 2021. And it hasn't done that well. But again, I didn't I haven't put too much in, but I was just doing it to, to, so I could learn these cryptos. And it's crazy, the volatility. Let me give you an example. Like I said, they're very, very, you're going you're gonna to love this. Bitcoin went from a penny to $32. Then it crashed 94% and went back to $2. This was back <laughs> of the day. Then it went from $2 to 270 then crashed 81%. And then it went from $51 to $1,200 and crashed 86%. Then it went from 164 to 20000 and then crashed 84%. Oh my I mean, God. these are crazy roll-age moments, aren't oh they? Oh, my Probably gosh, yeah. Good thing there's no gun in the house with this stuff happening. Then it went from 3150 3150 to 14000 and crashed 72%. Now, we've known what it, that was back in the day, and it's still doing that kind of stuff now. It, it went up to like 68000 yeah, right. I think, was, yeah. and then down to thirty. And so it's crazy, the, uh, the volatility. So what am I trying to say? It's volatile. And it's and it's not for money you cannot afford to lose and and I don't like losing any money so to me it's it's set it and forget it you can't watch it every single minute or you go crazy and, right. and, and another thing about the crypto market it is twenty four seven three sixty five it never That's shuts the weird down part. yeah and so you'll see people glued to their iPhones or iPads or computers and they never leave because it never it's it's like the currency markets the currency markets never shut down either 
The good thing about the stock market is it's 9.30 to, to 4 every single uh, east time, east coast time, every single Monday through Friday, except for holidays. But at least you get some time off. Right. <laughs> Marco, what do you think? And it's it's a sector of the market. You hit the nail on the head, Coach. It is something that needs to be a set and forget, and it's a part of a portfolio. A very small part. Too many recommend. people are using it as their end-all, be-all lottery ticket to get rich quick. Well, and that's a good point. You know why people, where a lot of people are piling money in a lot more than they should is because they hear about somebody else, a friend of theirs or whatever, brags about probably you know brag there's a lie a lot of times there's a lot of lying and bragging a lot of uh, making it seem better there's a word for that i can't come up with exaggerate facebook. Because, yeah facebook <laughs> well they're exaggerating their returns and they forget about their losses so your friends are telling you all the good things that they remember for they're doing in their in their cryptos or their investments and they forget to tell you all the, all the bad things right they're only right when they're up <laughs> yeah. they don't let you know about it when they're down <laughs> yeah and so that happens to that's a lot of people right right so we have to be very very careful and we just need to make sure that if it, if we're investing in something like that, we can do some research. But then where do you do crypto research? Online? <laughs> how, do you, how, do you, how do you know what you're getting there? You, you can know? go talk to the 18-year-old down the block who's a millionaire in crypto. <laughs> but he can't get his money out either. <laughs> I know. Well, that's another thing. Once you put it in, it's, it's tough to get it out. Right. Because many of them you have to trade other currency. You know, you, you're depending on organizations in the future to accept crypto, some crypto coins as payment. Sort of like when we go pay gas, you just wave your phone and it would take some crypto out and pay for the gas or something. And it would be a lot. <laughs> it would be a lot <laughs> these days. So yes. that's another thing that doesn't make me happy, the gas prices and stuff. So but nothing we can do about that as little people here. We can write our congressman. I don't know what good, Parker, do you think that would do good? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, how soon before the the federal government gets involved in well, they're, they're, A lot of countries are. They're trying to get involved. And what the, but as, as with most things, when the government takes over, they mess it up. <laughs> and so they're talking about electronic currency uh, backed by the U.S. coming out because right. they want to compete with crypto. But there's nothing, the reason why a lot of people are getting into crypto is because it's kind of exciting. And it's not the U.S. Well, it's not and, it's, and it's away from the and Fed. Yeah, you know? and it's away because the you know the Fed it does a lot does a lot as was set up to do a lot of good, and it could be argued it does a lot of bad too. Yeah, and so yeah, the government's trying to get involved. Who knows what's going to happen? It, it is decentralized. That's what that's what crypto is, which means it doesn't depend on the government. And so it's the not government <laughs> trying to get involved and regulate. I don't know how they're going to do that because it's it's really this is like the wallets are secret a lot of times. So the, I have no idea, Steve. That's that's way above my pay grade. And the Uncle Sam hasn't seen the tax money yet, and that's what they're yep. going to do first. <laughs> right? They well, got I mean, to get the taxes. I mean, again, I know there's some uh, you know kind of quasi ETFs out there that you can buy a bunch of you know you're in a bunch of different crypto. But again, there's the the, the Feds are trying to get involved in that too because you get yep. this thing that says, okay, hey, you got to do this with taxes, and I mean, there's huh? one called BITW. You see yeah, that advertised the, a lot, yep. and that's uh, that you would think that would be Bitcoin, like you're just buying Bitcoin right. and ETF, but it's not. It's the top ten yes. of the crypto currency holdings, BITW, yeah. and it's been very volatile since it came out. Yes, <laughs> they're know. using it like the new S and P for crypto. Is, <laughs> is that, that right? Is that what I've heard it compared to? Yeah, but yeah. it hadn't done huh. that well. People can. And here's another thing: you can short it too, so that means it's not up all the time, and people benefit for it going down. When when somebody shorts a stock or a crypto or anything they benefit as, as it goes down and they get punished if it goes up from when they bought it sure all right so it's just very complex sure well folks if you want to have uh, come on in have a conversation 888-623-8858 888-623-8858 you can also text us directly 401k to 600 700 so basically we didn't say anything and we said something because <laughs> who knows i mean it, Again, you have to trust the research. Don't use money you can't afford to lose, and don't put too much of it in. I would not recommend. Sure. Okay, if you're going to do it at all. Well, I mean, again, with all the advisors that I talk to, Coach and, and, and Parker, that 
that you're pretty much saying everything that they're saying. So, I mean, I think everybody's on the same page. Well, I say it better, Steve. Well, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, but again, it's, it's the kind of thing where there's too many unknowns as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, and that's... That's where you make a lot of money in the past, too. Remember, there was a great unknown out west a hundred, couple hundred years ago, or 1849, before that, sure. where people were running out west to the great unknown to because to, they heard someone found gold. Yep. And some people did find gold, and a lot of people found death. And the people who found the most profits back then were the people who supplied the picks and the shovels and the jeans to the <laughs> miners. Right. And the hotels and everything else that went with that back in the day. And that's what a lot of people forget. Like with crypto, the data security, everything, the companies that normally benefit the most are the ones that are used to support it. Kind of like with Amazon, the shipping companies, the trucking, all of those skyrocketed, almost double the returns Amazon did. Interesting fact here. Okay, now, you know, everyone's trying to get rich quick. That's like Parker started with the crypto. A lot of the reason why a lot of people are piling money in there is they want it. It's like buying lottery tickets. Maybe you strike it rich. But you have to know, when you buy a lottery ticket, Steve, you bought some in the past. I know I've, I've run over there when I hear it's way up. You oh, know, yeah, like right. Multi-billions or almost a trillion. I'll take one. Millions or whatever. <laughs> when you lose, you throw the ticket away. And you don't go complain. You'd be an adult about it. So if you're buying crypto or even some risky stocks, you have to take that same mentality like you were buying a lottery ticket, and if it goes down or you lose the money, you have no one to blame but yourself. Right. Because that's when I, you know, after you spend $20, that's all I buy when I buy, when, when, it's, when the lottery tickets are way oh, yeah, right. up. And that's like taking $20 and throwing it in the trash can. Well, it kind of is, yeah. <laughs> well, you can say you tried. You can but, say you tried. But if I didn't, here's what I'd never want to have happen, is someone buy a lottery ticket at the gas station I use, and win multi, multi millions, right? Oh, and that so, would be angry. Because that's well, gosh, I should have. Because I wrote, I wrote my, my buy there the other day, so I'm always happy when I hear someone win the lottery when they didn't buy the ticket at my gas station. It's never <laughs> and it's always the ones from different states who win the state lottery. Steve. Oh yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And uh, gosh, if you win it, what if the one time you did strike it, Rich, and your your lottery ticket did hit? And the same time yours did, five thousand other people won the same same day, and then you had to divide it with five by five thousand. Yeah. The, the ultimate lottery winner is the person who there's no other ticket; they have the only one that won that day. That's what I want. <laughs> we'll keep buying tickets. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Here, my philosophy is: if if you don't play, you can't lose. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, you know, yeah, you can't win either though. <laughs> like you got a one-sided coin over there. And like Coach said, I mean, it's all, everything should just be part of a strategy and just know the risk and only do what you're comfortable with. Yeah. And that's where we feel. A lot of people just get misguided. They go for the popular stocks, and which can always work, but you have to have it part of a proper strategy, and that strategy needs a foundation. All right. Well, that's a good point, Parker. I think having a strategy, no matter what you want to invest in, we're going to talk uh, about your attitudes towards retirement, your feelings about retirement coming up, how to diagram out that retirement. But let's do this. I mean, we put together something called a total retirement plan, which looks at uh, your wealth and income side more than anything. What can you build? What can you, and more importantly, what can you get through retirement? Every one of you out there has your own number. Every one of you out there has your own desires of what you want to do in retirement. So what we recommend is getting that total retirement plan done, which would be a roadmap and uh, a template for almost for what you want to do in your life and make sure that you can retire when you want, maybe even earlier if you design the growth protection income plan correctly inside the total retirement plan. Now, we've seen others charge at least $800 for something like this, the wealth and income plan, and the total retirement plan will be yours if you're one of the next eight callers right now who have at least $200,000 dedicated to retirement. Now, keep in mind, our strategies do work best for those of you with over a million dollars dedicated to retirement, but we we can help you as long as you have 200000 or more design that total retirement plan. Steve, 
I'm also going to give a three-book set of three of the books I've written, and my box set called the 401k Survival Manual and Box Set has manual DVDs, workbooks, guidebooks, and worksheets in there. It's a $300 value on its, on its own. The book set as well, and the total retirement plan with the golden ticket can be yours. You're one of the first eight people to call or text right now. Sounds great, folks. Uh, eight callers right now, 888-623-8858. It's an opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get that retirement roadmap put together once and for all. Coach Pete and the team are there for you. They can take things that are pretty darn complicated and break them down into something that just makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical retirement review. So if you're listening, then give us a call, 888-623-8858, 888-623-8858. Text 401k to 600 you heard coach eight callers are going to get the total retirement plan get the golden ticket get the box set all of that no cost no obligation and then when you walk out you'll have a roadmap in your hand that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement 888-623-8858-888-623-8858 or text 401k to 600-700 quick break for us we're back though with more america's 401k show Back on America's 401k show. I'm Steve Siddall. Of course, Coach Pete is here. Coach Pete DeRuda, Parker Holland is here. Uh, having a great conversation. We spent some time talking about crypto. And uh, sort of on, on, on that note, um, you know, we're talking uh, about risk in retirement. We're talking about, and, and it seems when, when things happen like they are right now, with the, all the volatility, all of the talk, it seems then we start to hear the commercials for gold, <laughs> right? Well, I found uh, I've been you know I do a lot of research and and um, so we have a, a, a piece here from strategist uh, a global market strategist Ben Laidler, uh, and he's got some thoughts on gold. You know, one of the key characteristics of gold is it has no income attached to it. It pays no income. It doesn't pay a dividend like stocks do. Uh, it doesn't have a um, coupon like bonds do. But I think that's going to become more of an issue going forward. So partly it's historical. I mean, until the sort of 1970s, I mean, you know, large portions of the world, including the US, were on the gold standard, where they basically fixed the value of their currencies relative to gold. And that basically meant that, you know, a very large portion of central bank reserves has to be held in gold. You know, if you look back at sort of the last five big market corrections, so, you know, tech bubble, global financial crisis, you know, all the way through to, to the COVID crash of last year, you know, your average S&P 500 was down about 28% on average. Gold was up about 11% on average. So there you go. I mean, so is gold worth having in a portfolio? Is that something that you talk about with folks? Oh, little, yeah. Well, I mean, we talk about every asset class, and gold is one of them. Okay. Uh, precious metals, not just gold. Parker, uh, it's not just gold. It's, it's oh, precious no. metals a in general. A lot of people but, don't realize that. But, Steve, at the most, I would say maybe 5 to 10% of your portfolio, and that's if you really, really want precious metals. Parker, and, there's a, and, I mean, during down markets, volatile markets, I mean, he is right. It's a great hedge, but that's what we use it for in our strategies is more of a hedge to hedge the volatility we're expecting. And that's kind of what Coach always goes back to, diversity. Everyone talks about it, but too many people over-focus on one piece, and that's what is the issue with the marketing behind gold, silver, precious metals. Steve, the best thing about gold, the thing I love the most, is the interest rate to pace. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't yeah don't get a dividend either yeah. so that's where you have to be careful it just sits there it just sits there and you're safe yeah or wherever hopefully 
And a lot of people don't have it in their safe. They hold a piece of paper that says they have it in like some IRA in Texas. You're not going to ever catch me doing that. The reason why uh, we buy gold when we do is is just in case, just in case uh, the lights go off, just in case there's no authority anymore and you have to trade assets for for something of value and i'd rather have gold. bread and lead i'd rather have uh, <laughs> or little pieces of silver because sure. if you if you know if it comes today when we're when something happens and we have to trade our assets well you don't want to bring a gigantic gold bar in for a haircut right. you get a little piece of silver or something like that or just shave your head like i have <laughs> <laughs> saves money parker well, hey, yeah. i used to have the buzz cut i used to i can't get the beard like you guys yet <laughs> And that scar on my right side, it just, it's too patchy. <laughs> yeah, that would be your name if you're a rapper, Too Patch. <laughs> there you funny. go, Parker. <laughs> hey, we're in the studio. I can get the mixtape going. Yeah. <laughs> now, let's, I talked about this earlier. Let's explore your attitudes and feelings about retirement. Okay. Steve, I want to talk to you. What do you mean? What do you think about retirement? What, what does retirement mean to you? Well, retirement is a time, for me anyway, to just kind of take in life. And, you know, I want to be able to go to Minnesota, see my grandkids, hang out. Um, you know, but I also want to be comfortable. So there's, it's a, it's a tricky path to walk down. Yeah. Well, when I was doing some research for the show, I found a good quote from a person named E.M. Foster. Uh, never heard of him before, but the quote is pretty cool. And it is this, we must be willing to let go of the life we have planned. So we, so as to have the life that is waiting for us. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. So that's deep. <laughs> I like it. So I pondered that for a minute. I said, well, that's pretty cool. I think I'll bring that on the radio. Yeah. And, and so, but think about that. I mean, you know, we, we all have these visions in our mind and we have it through life. No matter what you, you, you're going to do, you always have a vision of what it's going to be. And a lot of people chicken out and don't go to these, like, let's say you're going to a new club. You're like a, like a club, a civic club or something like that. But you're, you're, you're chicken out and don't go. You sit in the parking lot and leave instead because you don't know anybody in there and you're afraid to, to meet people. But if you would have walked in, they might have been really friendly and you might have met five new friends. If you so, again, it's, what, it's not what you plan. It's not what your mind is building. It's, it's what really happens when you get there. Sure. Same thing with retirement, Parker. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many people have you talked to over the years who came in and said, yeah, my planner said everything's fine, but we have our retirement taken care of. And when you lay out everything they have, they don't have a retirement plan. And that's the thing is all <laughs> no these, income. they just have the software printouts and the projections and they just don't take into account. The scariest situation I had was a gentleman came in just for a checkup, second opinion. He was one year away and I looked at his plan. His advisor didn't even take into account inflation. The minute we added that to his spreadsheet, about half the years went into the red. <laughs> I yeah. mean, oh, we see it all the time. But, you know, you talk about your attitudes about retirement. It is important for you to express your feelings and attitudes about retirement with your planner, but also with your spouse. Right. <laughs> How many times have you had that conversation? I don't think they've always aligned. <laughs> you think, Barger? <laughs> but those feelings and attitudes will directly affect how quickly, smoothly, and successfully you will be able to make your transition to that other world called retirement. And it, it could be, and I've called it 20, 30, 40, even 50 years of unemployment, otherwise known as retirement. Because <laughs> you don't have that, you don't have the pension a lot of time because the companies don't, for most part. They don't exist. They don't have, people don't have pensions anymore. So you have to set up your own. And that's what the 401k, 403b, thrift savings plan, all the plans you hear about were set up to help you save on your own, which helps companies not have to save for you. <laughs> you know, there's always a sure. there's always a reason when we get a little carrot given to us as the little peasants uh, under the castle. Yeah. <laughs> castle being D.C. up there, right? <laughs> it's almost like you watch Game of Thrones. It's turned into that these days. Kinda you got the is. big castle. All the time. Once a year, they open the gates to come and take steal tax money from us and go back in the castle and spend all our money. And you see them having parties up there. And then another year comes, oh, gates open back up. 
taxes go back out. And so the tax planning, tax navigation strategies becomes a very important part, doesn't it, Parker? And it, it is it does. of our total retirement plan. So if again, if you think your retirement's taken care of and you haven't done tax planning, Uncle Sam's going to take care of you the wrong way. And that's what not a lot of people forget. And a lot of people get shifted to estimated taxes in retirement, and then they have issues because they forget to pay that way because they're used to the withholding. Yes. And so, again, it's important to deal with someone who can help you navigate all the different pitfalls that you could fall into if you don't have that guide with you through retirement. The first book I wrote back in 2004, Financial Safari, name of one of our radio shows. And it was all about... Be prepared, not surprised, but the most important person on your journey, if you're in a, on a wild game safari, is who? Is the guide. It's yeah. the guy. I was about to say the guide. guide. We're the, yes, the, the, the guide. Gun. You're right, Steve B, because I am a guide <laughs> yeah, from retirement. Are. But if I'm, I'm not going on a wild g- game safari or in, uh, in the Amazon without a guide, yes. I'm not going either because I don't like mosquitoes or bugs, so you won't see me <laughs> over there. You can only pay, picture what the rainforest would be like. It's bad enough when you're playing golf in North Carolina in the summertime. <laughs> but you do that a lot. I don't. I don't. I once I played golf a year ago. Yeah, I did. That's a lot, Steve. That's a lot. Five times a decade. All right, so reasons for retiring. I do play in pro-ams if everybody wants right, to play, yeah. and I did play in high school. I'm not a bad golfer. I just don't have time to golf. Right. To me, playing golf, a fun, a fun day at a golf course is an hour. I go to this place called Night's Play, and you get a bucket of balls, a half a sandwich, and a drink for like 10 bucks. So that's a good lunch break. You hit a balls, you don't have to chase them around, and you're done. <laughs> if not, you get trapped on the golf course for five hours chasing the balls around. Right. Put it this way, we only let coach play teams. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the day, my brothers and I, we, we thought it was an Easter egg hunt back in the day when we were playing golf because we'd spend more time in the woods trying to find the uh, orange and green balls than yes. we did on the golf course. And so when we, were, when we said we were over at the end, that meant good. That meant we were over the amount of balls we started with. So I think I had the record, Parker. You want to guess how much? How much you were over by? I was 28 over oh. one day. That means I started with I started with 28 less balls than I finished with. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> and our contest was I found some of the, the brand new fluorescent green ball was out then, so I found a couple of those. It was like Easter egg contest. Yeah, the glow in the dark yeah, ones, right. yeah. yeah. So now they're getting real greedy over there because the golf course is trying to get the balls before you do because they can sell them, right? Yeah, of course. So, all right. I never... I don't think I've ever hit a real ball into the water, though. I always put a, a ball with a little red stripe on it before I go over the water. Because <laughs> you know chances are it's going to go in. It's a range ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's your ball. Give it back to you. <laughs> oh, Coach Pete on hinge today. All right, so reasons for retiring. Well, play golf, right? Yeah. But you have to. <laughs> we, Steve, we Steve's questions. retirement. He'll be the guy going in the pond to get the ball. Number one. <laughs> That's, That's my new Number job. one question asked before you retire. you got to ask this to yourself. And if you're a spouse or somebody you know and your family is retiring, ask him this one question. Very important. Why are you retiring? Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Steve, when it comes time to retire, what, I mean, what's going to be a catalyst to make you want to retire? Just because you turn 65 and everyone says that you got to retire at 65? If you're a pilot, they force you out of the plane. Right. Uh, when it's on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but answer that question for yourself. This is, these are good mind-pondering thoughts for everyone out there. And spouses, ask yourselves. And then make sure you, have, you come to a consensus of why why you're retiring. And we get asked every week, like people come in and they ask us, what's the normal retirement age? What's the yeah, normal? There, there isn't, isn't one. Yeah, there nothing. is not one at all. I mean, mm. I've seen people in their twenties retire because they hit it rich in something, Steve, and sure. some of them are crypto. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the secret of, of stocks or crypto many times is when you have a gain, lock it in. Yep. Because you're not what? You're not up until you're out. Until you're out. So you, you can roll around with the, all the parties you go to and all your friends and brag about how much you're up. But if the money's still there, you're really not up. Exactly. Because you're not out yet. And so you can one day log in and see your money's down 80%. Well, you're not up anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're down and trapped in. So why are you retiring? Good question to ask. And then another one. 
did any particular occurrence trigger your decisions to retire? And if so, what was it? Like, was it health? Or maybe you had a friend uh, in the, that you like to, uh, like, maybe your, your wife and you go out to eat like once a week with this other f- couple. And that other couple decided to retire and travel the world. And now you're going to be left behind because those are your main friends. So maybe that's a catalyst to retire. So sure. there's all sorts of reasons. We'll talk about more of them later on in the show. But I just want to make sure that people realize what we do here. We take everything that's scattered around and we put it all in the right places for you. We are really financial organizers, helping you organize where your money is now, but more importantly, what it's going to do for you in the future and how it's going to give you that lifetime retirement that you don't have to worry about money in. And so is it possible for everybody? No. But if you do proper planning, Parker, I think as long as you have a growth protection income plan, you're always going to have a paycheck coming in all the way through retirement for you and your spouse to go along with Social Security. That helps a lot, doesn't it? It it does. And it's never too early to start. Too many people want to wait until they get that decision when they want to retire a year out or two years out. You need time. And not a lot of people do enough time ahead of the plan to get it in place. The sooner you start planning, the sooner you will be able to retire many times on your terms, not on somebody else's terms. So not when the boss tells you you have to leave, but you'll tell the boss you're leaving. And we've had a lot of plans (laughs) come to fruition with people retiring earlier than expected because the market's been well, but they plan years in advance. And again, they locked in some of their gains. Exactly. Because they're not up until they're out. And so then tax navigation strategies come into play. So it's called the wealth and income plan. And for We've seen others charge at least $800 for this. But if you are one of the next 11 people who call right here as we, before we go to the break, we'll put together, we'll give you a golden ticket and put together for you your very own wealth income plan and your total retirement plan that encompasses that growth protection stream of income for you and your wife, your spouse for the rest of your life. So, and I've also got that box set on the 401k and the three book set, Steve, when people call. Fantastic. Well, make that phone call right now while you're thinking of it. 888-623-8858, 888-623-8858. And it's an opportunity for you to get a financial roadmap put together once and for all. You'll get that comprehensive retirement review. You'll see where you are right now, but more importantly, you will have that roadmap, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 888-623-8858. That's the number to call 888-623-8858 or just text 401k to 600-700. Text 401k to 600-700. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back, though. Uh, Lots more on America's 401k show. We're back on America's 401k show. Consumer advocate Steve Siddall here and uh, Coach Pete DeRuta right there. Always fun to, to have Parker along. I know he's uh, got appointments and stuff going on, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he had, a, he had a scoot out of the studio, but it's good to have him in here for a couple of segments here. Yeah, right. right. So it's good to hear from uh, from a younger generation. Right, right. <laughs> Parker's a smart dude, though. Oh, it's very well, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, he's been here a long time now. Yep. I mean, I've been here for almost five years, and he was here when I got here, so... Yeah. <laughs> You sound like you're talking about prison. Yeah. <laughs> doing your time, Steve. I'm doing time. Well, no, this, uh, no, it's a great job. Um, so, one of we, we, you know, one of the things that we we talked about in the first segment was cryptocurrency, and yep. and um, yeah, and you know, Coach, one of the things I do is brokers behaving badly. So right. now we've married the two, oh, yeah. crypto, and and a bad guy. Take a look. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. Cryptocurrency, all the rage now, so it was only a matter of time before the bad guys came calling. Enter 36-year-old Satish Kambani. 
Now, Kambani is the founder of BitConnect, an online trading platform for investors to exchange virtual currencies. A federal grand jury indicted him on charges related to fraud and creating a global Ponzi scheme to the tune of more than two billion, that's billion with a B, dollars. Kambani allegedly misled investors about BitConnect's lending operations, which were said to have used proprietary technology that gave crypto investors large returns on market transactions. Officials at the Department of Justice said that BitConnect paid initial investors with money made from later investors and lied about the worth of the platform of its own cryptocurrency, BitConnect Coin. Kambani, along with other co-conspirators, is also charged with evading U.S. financial regulations. The Department of Justice has cryptocurrency-related fraud in their sights. Earlier this year, government officials arrested two New Yorkers, charged them with money laundering related to the 2016 Bitfinex hack. That was the largest seizure of cryptocurrency in U.S. history, with U.S. officials confiscating over $3.6 billion worth of crypto at the time of that seizure. Special agent in charge Ryan Corner said as cryptocurrency gains popularity and attracts investors worldwide, alleged fraudsters like Kamani are utilizing increasingly complex schemes to defraud investors, oftentimes stealing millions of dollars. He added, however, make no mistake, our agency will continue our long tradition of following the money, whether physical or digital, to expose criminal schemes and hold the fraudsters accountable for their illegal acts of trickery and deceit. Facing up to 70 years in prison, Kambani is charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit commodity price manipulation, operation of an unlicensed money transmitting business, and conspiracy to commit international money laundering. It's just one more reason to make sure you deal with a true fiduciary and use BrokerCheck to vet them. There you go. I mean, that's a, I mean, $2 billion, Coach. That's a, that's remarkable to me. Yeah. But again, I guess that goes to the whole unknown part of crypto. Yeah, and that's that's the problem, the unknown. Because if you don't know, then you trust somebody else to educate you. And how do you know they're educating you with the facts? Right. And so billions of dollars, though. Because, again, these crypto-type scams appeal to one of the main emotions that we have, and that's greed. Greed, that's exactly <laughs> And right. also fear, fear of missing out. FOMO, my daughter talks about. She's 16. FOMO. Yeah. Daddy, you have FOMO. Yeah, I had to look it up. <laughs> well, of course She did. called me what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. Let's, there's, there's a negotiation, though, between spouses when retirement comes. Oh, yeah. And one of the things I recommend is get both of you get a piece of paper and you write these four, four words, half, you know, separate them on the paper. So leave a little space between each word so you have what I always do when, when they say, well, gosh, you got to put these four words on a piece of paper. I'll, I'll start off not leaving enough room, and at the end I'll have a whole bunch of space for the last one. So just try to balance it out. But here's, here's one. What are your goals? Okay. So you each write your goals down, and then you after after this we you talk about it, but you write these four things down, and it, and it could take a couple of weeks, but you just say, hey, let's start working on it. Don't don't tell somebody to have to do it because they're not gonna. Your mind doesn't think like that. So you actually, you ever had thoughts come to you when you when you don't have anything to write? Yes, with? of course. Or if you sit there with a pen and a paper, no no thoughts. And come? Nothing comes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There was a movie called Funny Farm where Chevy Chase was up in Maine. He rented a house for a summer or bought a house, I think. And he was going to write a book. And he, every time he sat in front of the typewriter, nothing, no ideas nothing. came. <laughs> and then his wife ended up writing the children's book. And she uh, just came to her and she made, a lot, she made a lot more money than he did. So it's just funny. Things come to you when you don't expect them. So right. 
the next word is interest. What kind of interest do you have? Do you like to play golf? Do you like to travel? Do you like to watch uh, Beverly Hillbilly? Who knows? What you, whatever you whatever like to you do. Whatever you like, yeah. And then your needs. What do you really need? I didn't say wants. Big difference. Me and my daughter have, have had this conversation with us several times. Needs means you really need it. Like, you need it to survive. Wants. I mean, we all have wants. I want. I want I'm never going to have one. But I want, like, a 500-foot yacht with a whole crew. Yeah. Like I see on TV. Like everybody, like all the rich people have. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, below deck. Yeah. The problem is, you know, again, we see these big things that everyone has. We don't see the bills they have. So they have probably bills along with it. So it needs. What do you need? And then the last thing is concerns. What are your concerns? And everyone has concerns. But what are your concerns specifically about retirement? Sure. Money. Yeah. All right, I so mean, that's got to be on top of the list. So let's just run over with you. Just, I mean, maybe your wife's listening. Let's help you. What, what are your goals for retirement, Steve? Well, I want to be able to uh, have a comfortable life. I want to be able to do some traveling. Would you like to have a wonderful life? Oh, I wonderful They made life. a movie about that. I know. Well, <laughs> no, but again, I think I, I want to travel. Yeah. Uh, I want to be comfortable, uh, you know, just kind of do what I want to do. And, and I mean, you know, my wife's a little bit younger than me, so I'm going to be retired way before her. And that is not making somebody very happy. So you, <laughs> so you want to travel and be comfortable. So you're going to get in the car with a pillow? Well, <laughs> no, I'll get on a plane. We'll go. You know. <laughs> Where do you want to travel? Uh, I, I want to go back to Europe. I haven't been there yep. since the uh, early '80s, and uh, you know, I'd love to bring you know bring my wife and kind of show her around uh, places that I hung out. Um, you yep. know, I want I want to go see the grandkids, obviously. Where in Europe would you like to go? Um, well, uh, just because I I lived there for uh, almost three years. That's as, right. You're an army, right? Yeah. Thanks for your service, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. The uh, so I'd start in Frankfurt. Uh, in Germany, Germany. Yep. and uh, then I would just kind of go out around there. You know, you go to Paris. Uh, you, I want to go to uh, Italy. Uh, I've never been to Italy, so that that's a that's a stop. You want to visit Ukraine? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Don't. Don't. Not right now. Not right no. now. So so I'm like a typical American. I have like four different things in me. Like I'm a mutt, right? Yeah. But, but I, I, I'm Irish and Portuguese, and I've never been to, to Ireland or Portugal, and that's shame on me. I'm 55. I should have gone a long time ago. The older you get, the more you don't want to walk around. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but I, but the castles, I, you know, I think that would be really cool. I've seen like in Ireland a lot of castles, and I think Portugal even has like the old we think an old building here in America is like 80 years old. Yeah. Over there, you're talking about 800 years old or more. Now, more. Barcelona, Spain was a real cool place when I went there years ago. Oh, like sure. the downtown area, the roads are really narrow because they were built way back then when we didn't have big cars. It didn't have any <laughs> cars. The cobblestone roads, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So it's always cool. All right. So then your, uh, what would you say your main need in retirement would be? Or a couple of them, if you have. Well, them. the main need is going to income, right? Well, you got to have yep. income. I want to have a nice house. Yep. I need a car. Yep. Well, I mean, you have a nice house. Yeah, we do have a nice house. So it's have a nice car. Yeah. You know what's the main purpose of a car? To get you going, to get somewhere. <laughs> get you from point A to point B and back. Exactly. And I realized that in high school because uh, my car was broke down and I couldn't get anywhere. You know, in high school, that's a tragic thing. Oh my in gosh. Summer, summer vacation time. Yeah, I was trapped at home. And the problem with being trapped at home at my house is if Dad saw you at home. Well, in your inside in the summertime, he told you to get some work gloves on. You were working in the backyard all day. So we had to get out of the house quick. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> so that was one of my needs to get out of the house quick. Got out of there. Now, what are your concerns about retirement? Well, concerns got to be money, uh, health. Yeah, money. Health becomes a big deal. Money, health. Um, Those you are know. two big ones. Those are the common ones I hear all the time. Too. Well, sure. Yeah. Because the whole health thing, you just never know. Right. Well, we never know. We yeah. never know, period, right? Know. We never know. What's the next thing that's going to come and try to get us? Exactly. Yeah. What's going to break now? Yeah, you just never, you really, you, you, you do never know, do you? And then as far as money, that's an unknown for a lot of you listening as well. What kind of income you can get in retirement? And like Parker said when he was here, is it's important to plan early so that we can tell you what your income is going to be at the minimum when you get to retirement. 
And therefore, it helps you make that decision of when to retire if you already know what your income is going to be. I know it sounds simplistic, and I know I talk about it a lot, but I am a retirement income certified professional, too. That's RICP. That's a designation from the American College. It's three big exams we had to take, Steve. It's not a joke course or set of courses, but what it really means is we can help you plan out what kind of income you're going to need in retirement, and then make sure it's going to be there. It's one thing to say, hey, you're going to need this much, much income in retirement. See you later. Right. <laughs> well, what do I do, Coach? How do, how, how do we get there? And how can the stock market give us a guaranteed lifetime income? Well, it can't. But you can use the money that you've gained in the market to, to lock in some of those gains and put, it, put some of the money into a place, a, a growth protection income type account that gives you the growth, locks your growth in. We can't, can't give it back, in other words, which is good. And then when you decide, it'll tell you what your income will be in the future. So you can decide what year you want to retire based on the income that you see piling up for you. And we say income, it's a lifetime income you can't outlive and your spouse cannot outlive, no matter how long you live. And so people hear that. They say, well, gosh, that's different than what my broker said. We could probably live, we see that word, we could probably live successfully 15 or 20 years in retirement based on our stock portfolio, as long as the market does good and doesn't go way down. But what if the market goes down and all your money's tied to the market? Well, you're either going to work longer or never retire, or you're never going to have the income you thought you were going to have. So the reason I'm saying this, Steve, is we talked to a lot of people over the years who had enough money already put aside, if they had it in the right place, that they could retire then or in a couple of years. Instead, in their mind, they still had to work 10 more years or whatever and hope the market didn't go down that time. Hope is not a strategy. No. Let's make sure that that's good, because there's nothing wrong with having hope and having something to look forward to, but... You have a lot more to look forward to when you have a lifetime income plan already in place and you know what the income's going to be at the minimum. What's Coach Pete talking about at the minimum? Well, we don't deal in fantasy worlds like some people do when they say, well, guys, as long as the market gets 10 or 12% per year, you can have a great retirement. Well, what if it doesn't? So what, what if we could put a, a plan together that did not depend on the market being up outrageous numbers and you could know what your income would be ahead of time and it could be more than that when you get there, not less. A lot of times here in the stock market kind of counts, your, your retirement could be less, not more, if, if the market went the wrong way, especially. Sure. So, again, we've done a great job as a society, I think, investing in the market. A lot of people have made a lot of money. But, again, you're not up until you're out. So liquidate some of those gains and get it into that income plan. And then keep the other money, the money that you, that you want to keep at risk, you can keep at risk. And you can probably take more risk because you've already got your retirement plan set up. Like so, it. again, it's, it's, a, it's a complex thought process. But we make it pretty easy, I think, in our total retirement plan, the wealth and income plan. We've seen others charge over $800, even more than that, for this. We're going to do this for the next 12 people who call or text. No cost or obligation. We'll give you a golden ticket to have your very own total retirement plan. We'll go through this retirement. Uh, we'll give you this sheet here. You can go through the retirement needs negotiation, we call it, between husband and wife or, or spouses or what you want to have in retirement and, and uh, make sure that your goals are aligned and your needs are aligned and your concerns are taken care of. And that's important because if you make a good decision – you never regret it. And if this, an informed decision is a good decision in my mind, going on Google or searching something and believing somebody somebody said online, that's not a good decision most of the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? You, can't, you don't know that person. So I've been, uh, I've been in the financial arena almost 30 years, Steve. I've never had a personal complaint. Wow. Very, very important. That's a, that's a big so, deal. Because well, why would we exaggerate something to have someone complain later? So anyway, let's get our own plan together. The next 12 of you call, you also get a three-book set and a box set on the 401K. 
Total value is at least over $1,000. Oh, fantastic, folks. Give Coach Pete a call, 888-623-8858, 888-623-8858. Your chance to come on in, sit down, get that retirement roadmap put together. It's your chance to get a true practical retirement review. Don't procrastinate another day. Make the call, 888-623-8858. You heard Coach, 12 callers right now. Gets that comprehensive retirement review. You get the three-book set. You get the 401K rollover guide. You get all of that, no cost, no obligation, and it starts with that phone call, 888-623-8858. You can text us as well. Text 401K to 600-700, 401K to 600-700. Call 888-623-8858. We need to take a break, but we'll be back. We've got more America's 401K show right after this. America's 401k show. This is the final segment. Holy cow, this has gone quick. <laughs> Steve Siddall here, Coach Pete there. Um, and, and Coach, we were just talking off the air a little bit about, you know, the, the Fed raised the interest rate. So that's the first time in, in what, four years? It's been a while. Yeah. You know, we had the quantitative easing for Ooh, a while. yes. <laughs> now we have to pay the piper. Yeah. You know, the rates are going to go up a little bit. They're going to go up. They have to go up. The rates have to because, I mean, inflation's getting out of control. It really is. And again, so, you know, with the Fed, they're talking now about six more increases. Well, you know, when they talk and, 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 and then someone says, well, gosh, the market's going to get killed the next six times. Well, maybe not, Steve. Once they talk about it, there's a phrase we use in the money world. It's baked in. In other words, the price already reflects the, the potential of the bad news coming in the future. Sure. And then sometimes it doesn't. Right. Well, let's <laughs> talk. No rhyme or reason to the market sometimes. Oh, boy, I've learned that. The uh, so let's talk about inflation for a second. It sure. is out of control. It is, and it doesn't seem to be going away. This transitory thing is, you know, a fallacy. And which was a bunch of baloney to begin with. Steve. Seemed like it. Oh, God. what do you mean? Seemed like? Of course it was. <laughs> of course this it is was. only. You know, here's what they did. They use a big word, so most people when they hear it they don't even know what it means anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> what it really meant it was going to be short term. That's what they should have said. Yeah. Short term inflation. Well, then I would have said, well, why why in your crystal ball do you think all this money you've been throwing in the money supply is going to mean short-term inflation? I think it's long-term inflation right. until you start taking it back by raising interest rates. Right. How do you handle that with the, with a client, Coach? And, and they're going to retire, and they put that plan together a couple of years ago. What has to change to yeah. deal with inflation? Well, hopefully the plan is changeable. Okay. So you didn't lock into something that you can't get out of or can't make movement in. Okay. And so it's about the again, we have to we've always factored in inflation in our plans and we've assumed that inflation was going to be higher and again uh, that was a pretty easy assumption based on <laughs> where the interest or interest rates were were low too. So we've always assumed that eventually the interest rates are going to go up, which hurts the stock market a little bit. And so you say why well how? How does it how does how does it raising interest rates and more cost inflation affect the stock market? Well, the companies have to pay more for everything that they're making. The, the ingredients to go into what they're making to, to sell to you. So you think they're going to eat that cost or pass it on to you? Well, okay. <laughs> pass it on Hello, to you. yeah. And then transportation costs, Steve. I mean, do you think transportation costs a little more to get stuff from point A to point B? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you looked at diesel lately when you oh, ride down the road? Oh, my gosh. Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> Are you glad you don't have a diesel when you ride down the road? <laughs> I, I mean, I remember when diesel, for, my, my uncle uh, Steve was a truck driver, and I, he had a Peterbilt, which was pretty funny because my name was Peter. So, yeah, right. so I, I rode in it one time. He picked me up in North Carolina. Went down, he went down to Florida. He was a long haul, so he went from Massachusetts all the way to Florida, but he stopped 
dad's brother. They had, they had fun together. And we, me and me and Steve went, went down to Florida, and it was really cool in the truck. But I remember him complaining back then about how uh, how the gas, you know, diesel prices were were getting crazy back then. That was way back in the seventies, right? <laughs> so we had the, you know, we had what happened back then. Yeah, well, and so, time, we lived through that too. And he was independent, so every every more every dollar he paid more at the pump, that was less money than he made. He couldn't really pass prices on because he was just an independent trucker. So he would try to ask for more, but then you know, the companies would just find somebody else. Right. So. That's why inflation and interest rates rising means something to you because things are going to get more expensive. Well, as you already know, sure. I mean, it, and then and then you'll see supply chain issues. Have you been to the store lately? Have you ever seen? Have you seen any empty shelves? Yes. You know, blame it on one thing or the other, or maybe they say you know, coolers out, like our you know, whatever. It's but the main reason is that the stuff hasn't got here. Yeah. And you know, if you're a store owner, you can only put on the shelf what's in what's in the back. What comes in the, you know, the truck in the back room, the storage room and then put it out on the shelves. If there's nothing in the back, that's going to be on the shelves. Right. So, again, that's what so, I, I forgot what your question was. So, I know we were just talking about inflation, but <laughs> yeah. let me throw this term at you. I read this, you probably heard of this too. Right. It's called shrinkflation. I have not heard that term. Then, well, for shrinkage. Well, right, but <laughs> shrinkflation is that you uh, the package is the same size, but the contents are less, and they charge you the same. So, uh, well, so yeah, yeah, we've so, talked about that before, like yeah. what, with the bag of potato chips. Yes, exactly. They puff the, full of air. Yep. And it looks like a big full bag until it you get does. it home, and it's like maybe a handful of potato chips on the bottom there, and all they're all crunched. Exactly. Well, now they've just got a name for it. It's called shrinkflation. Wow. Well, that's well, that's a good term for it. Yeah. Yeah. Really. So what else? What? All right. Besides potato chips, what else you've seen shrinkflation? Um, ice cream. Uh, the, the old they used to be half gallon right. and half gallon anymore. Yes, right? exactly. And then also uh, cereal. Cereal is a big one. Oh yeah, they made the boxes bigger, but the, you open up, there's nothing yeah, in there. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that box of Cheerios is only going to last you, you know, a week instead of two. If you could go back in your childhood and eat one bowl of cereal, which one would it be? Ooh. Hmm. I'm a Golden Grams fan. Golden Grams. Yeah. Apple Jacks. For me. Apple Jacks. Yeah, yeah those, those are great. great. I even used to drink them, and I hated milk, but I drank the milk out of that bowl <laughs> yeah. at the end. Cinnamon and stuff. It's oh, pretty yeah. Good. Sure. So it, and Mom used to get the... Uh, the pack, the, the thing that had all these little boxes, they were oh, all different those, variety yeah. ones and yeah. stuff. So my brothers and I would fight over different ones. Or we'd try to, when mom got there, we'd try to get one and hide it somewhere. You know, the, you, yeah. did you have brothers or anything growing no, up? No, no, no. I was the youngest. Oh, okay. Well, you got taken care of then probably. Yeah. Okay. No, I got beat up. Oh, <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> but middle middle brother Bob and my family got the worst of it. I think. Yeah. yeah. He got it from me. I when I picked on him, I got dad picked on me, so I didn't mess with him. But brother Jeff, who was two years younger than Bob, would take care of Bob every now and then. And then, <laughs> then I get then I'd get in trouble for letting Jeff do it to Bob. And I said, Dad, yeah, Jeff's two years younger. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Even when I would go to college, I'd still get blamed for stuff that would happen. Yeah, as the oldest, anybody who's who's yep. listening who's an older sibling knows that you get blamed for everything that happens. Sure. <laughs> I was in college, and I got blamed for them throwing a party in high school when mom and dad were out of town. <laughs> Come on, it was and two you hours away. There. It was yes. at UNC, and they were back in Lauraburg. Oh uh, yeah. So bucketing strategy, Steve. We're going to talk about that on an upcoming show. I want to tell people that, you know, it's, it's like it seems overwhelming, the retirement process. But if we can allocate uh, money for different segments of our retirement life and we can, we can segment that money in different buckets, red, green, and yellow, high risk, low risk, and no risk, and then an the income bucket, it makes retirement a whole lot easier. So we do a lot of those bucketing strategies for folks when we, when we talk about the total retirement plan. Now, we've got it through the years, don't we? We do. In fact, oh. I was just thinking we were uh, going to let's uh, let's mention, folks, uh, the number 888-623-8858, 888-623-8858. You can also text us to 401k to 600-700. So we were just reminiscing about days of old. So, yes, let's take a look back at 1958. Through the years. 
Let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. The year is 1958. The U.S. launches the Explorer 1 satellite during January. Explorer 1 was the first satellite to be launched by the United States. The Munich air disaster took place on February 6th when a British European Airways flight crashed at the Munich airport. The flight was carrying 44 people when it crashed soon after takeoff. Many of those on board were sports journalists and members of the Manchester United football team. Near Munich, a fierce blaze marks the wreck of a British airliner. In attempting takeoff, it brushed some trees at the end of the runway, then dropped 60 feet into a house and a gasoline storage shed. 21 died in the crash. 23 more are gravely injured. Jeweler Harry Winston donates the Hope Diamond to the Smithsonian Institute in November. Winston showed the diamond at exhibits and events until he donated it to the Smithsonian, where it has remained ever since. But he did not have security transport the stone, nor did he personally hand deliver it. Winston sent the Hope Diamond through the U.S. mail, as you would any package, without any fanfare or even mentioning it to the postal service. He simply popped it in a box and mailed it off. The Whammo Company introduces the hula hoop. Over 100 million are sold. 20,000 were manufactured a day. School children raced to discover who could twirl the most hoops. The Broadway musical My Fair Lady opens in London with Rex Harrison as Professor Higgins and Julie Andrews playing Eliza Doolittle. I could have danced all night. I could have danced all night. Popular TV shows that year were Candid Camera, The Ed Sullivan Show, and Alfred Hitchcock Presents. My name's Peter Funt. I'm the host of the Candid Camera. Such affectionate acceptance is our little Italian mouse, Topo Gigio. Good evening. The biggest news from the entertainment world that year was Elvis Presley being inducted into the Army. Lucrative career as rock and roll king interrupted for a while. Elvis Presley begins his military service at Fort Chaffee, Arkansas. I mean, everybody thought I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't have to work, and I would uh, be given special treatment and this and that. But when they looked around and saw I was, I was on KP and I was pulling guard and everything just like they were, well, they figured, well, he's just like us. So let's run 1958 up the flagpole, salute it, and return to the present. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. Topo Gigio. <laughs> I love that. I used to love the Candid Camera Show. Oh, yeah, that was great stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. So that was a good year. That was a great year, 1958. Uh, I was one. <laughs> <laughs> Happy one-year one birthday. <laughs> exactly. So uh, one of the things that we're talking about is uh, a correction. The market correction seems yep. to be ongoing, um, but it could be more than more than just a little bit. And Wash, rinse, repeat, Steve. Wash, rinse. Well, and so here's a senior economic reporter, Steve Lesman, Liesman, uh, talking about uh, from a market correction to recession. Let me give you the impression from it, which is that it's really hard to understate the difficulty of gaming out the outlook or the task for the Fed with some problems, of course, of its own making, facing high inflation, a second wave of higher prices coming, and the uncertainty of war. The Fed forecast to bring the funds rate to 1.4% this year, 2% in 2023. But all of this happening while the chance of recession in the U.S. over the next year up 10 points from our last survey to 33%. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, again, do you see that happening? I mean, we, we, I mean, we all survive recessions, not a big deal, but you've seen a few over the course of, uh, you know, nearly 30 years. Well, what you have to do is, is just tighten the, the belt and at home and, and don't waste money. I mean, we, we, uh, you know, everyone can say they've wasted some money in the past uh, on something. Course. So you just have to not 
spend uselessly <laughs> as much as you used to doing. Sure. Uh, but you have to have fun, Steve. And so, again, getting a plan together where it doesn't depend on inflation deflation, the problem is when inflation comes, everything gets more expensive. So the plan that you had, if you didn't have any inflation protection in there, which means your money needs to grow with what inflation is, which is getting tougher as inflation gets higher, you're not going to be able to have as much because things are going to cost more. But yeah. you can go without. I guess nobody wants to go without, though. But, I mean, just making sure that you pay attention. And it's not just something here on news. This, this is something that could have, well, is affecting your personal budget, especially when we're talking about fuel and food and the things that we need. They're more expensive right now. Oh, gotcha. And so just, again, planning is very important and making sure that you at least have your money. Here's what you can't have happen when we have high inflation. You can't be losing money. Because if you're losing money, not only is your buying power not good because inflation's beating it up, now the market's beating up and you're losing money. Or wherever you have your money, you're losing it somewhere, and now you have a lot less money to combat the higher prices to begin with. So, again, it's about having a good plan, and, and we build the inflation protection into our plans. I think it's very important that everybody listening gets their own total retirement plan. Many of you have a financial plan, but it doesn't have an income component. And so wealth and income, very important. They, we encompass them in our total retirement plan, Steve. And the next eight people who call us, believe, for the week, they'll get their very own total retirement plan, the golden ticket, three-book set of three of the books I've written, as well as a box set on the 401K that has DVDs, workbooks, and guidebooks, and worksheets in there. Very valuable. We've seen others charge over $1,000. As long as you have at least 200000 dedicated to retirement, this offers for you, and our strategies do work best for those of you with over a million. But we never turn anyone away. If you have a question or concern or want your own plan, give us a call right now. 888-623-8858. This is the last opportunity today, folks, to call us, 888-623-8858, or text 401k to 600-700. A chance to get that retirement roadmap put together. Yes, map it out for you. It's a true practical retirement review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Just make that call. A dozen callers right now. We'll get that, 888-623-8858, or text 401k to 600-700. When you walk out the door, you're going to have in your hand that roadmap a guide that'll help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 888-623-8858 or text 401k to 600-700. Coach, what a fun show. Yeah, always fun, Steve. I want to thank Parker Holland, who is here for the first half of the show. I want to thank you, Steve. And I want to say hi to all the listeners, as we always do. And we'll see you next week right here on America's 401k Show. Coach P. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.